Hello, I'm your host, Gulveig, and you're listening to Be The Whole You, where we break free of the matrix one episode at a time. Just as a friendly reminder, all of the information in this episode is for personal development only and is not intended to be medical or financial advice. Hello and welcome back to Be The Whole You. I'm your host, Gulveig. Today we are deep diving into the rabbit hole and where it'll take us. I'm not exactly sure, but that's part of the fun, right? We're going to be discussing what exactly is The Matrix. And no, I'm not talking about the blockbuster movie series. Although, I do consider that movie series, especially the first movie, to be one of the most important movies of our time because it used fiction to blow open the blast doors of our collective consciousness and reintroduce humanity to key ancient metaphysical concepts that we had largely forgotten. It invited us to ask ourselves, what if this matter-based existence that I experience is an illusion? And in this episode, I'm going to explain how, yes, this is an illusion, and I will explain how we can break free of it. I kind of figured if I have a whole podcast devoted to hacking the matrix, it'd be a good idea to explain what exactly the matrix is. To understand this, we have to go back to the beginning, like way back to the very beginning, before there was even bacteria or amoebas. This is the beginning. Now, the tale that I'm about to tell you is also the basis for sacred geometry, which is a topic for another episode. It is a story that is repeated in many different forms throughout history and cultures. It is the tale not just of Earth's creation, but how and why Source decided to create anything in the first place. It is said that when Source was in the Great Void, just, you know, being in the totality of everything, it wondered what it was. Now, an object cannot see itself, right? I mean, you can't see your face without a mirror or some sort of reflection. Well, neither could Source. So it started to separate itself to create this reflection. It created duplicates of itself, or more accurately, ripped itself in half so that it could see its own reflection and understand what it was. It continued to do this over and over and over, and by repeating this process into an infinity, it could experience all of what it is. Now, you might be thinking, nice story, Gulveig, but is there really any evidence that this is what actually happened? The answer is yes, but we have to know where to look. Most creation myths have the idea that the universe, not just people, are made in the image of quote-unquote God. If all of creation is a reflection of source, then how nature duplicates itself is a reflection also of how source duplicates itself. We can also see this evidence in sacred geometry. Now, I know I said I'm saving this topic for a future episode, but this part of sacred geometry is relevant for this topic. Sacred geometry is the study of the patterns of how the universe creates itself. It is often referred to as the fingerprint of God. It is a map of how consciousness is found in all of life. The image of the sacred flower of life is the foundation from which all other life came from. It is a graph that shows how source duplicated itself over and over, and not so ironically, this flower of life shape is also the shape that cells create when they duplicate themselves. And cell duplication creates the foundation for complex organisms. Quantum physics and the holographic model of the universe also shows evidence that this same pattern of creation also exists 
all the way down to the quantum level. I will be including resources in the description below if you'd like to see what the flower of life looks like and links that explain in greater detail what the holographic model of the universe is. So here, we see how nature, and the universe at large, is a reflection of source. Essentially, the evidence is all around us and in us. We just have to know what we're looking at. The reality is, is that we are source experiencing itself. There's a feedback loop between us and source. Everything is connected. Again, the spiritual theory of how everything is one is now being backed up with scientific evidence in labs of quantum physicists as they discover how protons are entangled. But what does this have to do with the matrix? Well, the separation also causes separation consciousness. We forget that we are connected to everything else, and even when we know this logically, our bodies hold the fear of death that shows up as our survival and coping mechanisms. This fear is said to even be something that the most enlightened struggle with because it is a force of nature. This great illusion that we are separate from everything else and forgetting that we are source experiencing self is the foundation for the matrix. This illusion for us individually is what creates our ego. Now the ego and the matrix are not bad by themselves. We can think of them like an interface, just like a virtual reality game. The matrix can be considered the game, and the ego is you, the player. And just like you can create your character in a lot of these games, so too you can decide on your own persona to create the kind of character you want to play in the game called life. In fact, I've had some out-of-body experiences that suggest that this is just not a metaphor, but more or less this is actually what's happening. Now this is where we get into a problem. Imagine you're playing a virtual reality game and you forget that it's a game. You get trapped. You forget that death is not an end and that you can reincarnate as another life if you choose. Everything in the game is finite. Maybe it becomes really scary because danger is around every corner. Suddenly you feel very limited and perhaps even forget many of your skills and powers because the fear and the need to survive has taken over. Perhaps a feeling of loneliness and powerlessness occurs as you feel small in this world that seems so real. The thoughts and opinions of the persona of your player is now who you identify as. You are no longer the player, you are now the game. The game is no longer fun because you believe it is all there is. Your reality becomes limited to what you can see, taste, hear, feel, and smell. Nothing exists beyond these five senses. This is matter-based consciousness. This is the matrix. In fact, all evil in the world can be summarized as being so entrenched in separation consciousness that one feels like they have the right or even that it is necessary to make all of life into a commodity. When this happens, it is because people forget that they are treating another aspect of themselves as a lifeless commodity. We see this in the world today as the environment, animals, and even fellow human beings are regarded as resources that others have the right to consume and dominate at their own discretion. As long as the player knows that they are in the game and can keep up their perspective, there's no issue. 
Are there stakes? Yes. In fact, your participation in the universe is absolutely essential. Remember, this is a feedback loop, and it is the very reason for everything to exist. So although it's an illusion, it's a very important one. So how do we break free of the matrix? The first step is to start being aware of how we are trapped. You can't break free if you can't see the cage. The next step is to start to unravel the programs, beliefs, and habits that keep these illusions in place and replace these with more helpful ones that support freedom, personal sovereignty, free will, and trust in oneself. In fact, one of the biggest breakthroughs many have is the realization that your relationship with yourself is the most important relationship of your life and that all your experiences are filtered through this lens of how well you know thyself. Essentially, all healing comes down to a person coming closer to aligning with their true nature as a unified being, one with all there is. This often requires more than talking. It requires experiencing this alignment in our bodies. Our bodies are not just dense meat suits. It's an intelligent vehicle that holds information on not just your experiences, but the experiences of your ancestors, your past lives, and because it is a microcosm of the universe, holds the data for all there is. And the holographic model of the universe also suggests that this might be true. This is why talk therapy, although helpful, has its limits. Emotions are incredibly powerful, and the brain doesn't know the difference between an imagined experience and a physical one. This is why therapies such as somatic therapy, hypnotherapy, yoga, shamanic journey, and deep meditation are all very useful in reprogramming the bits of unhelpful separation consciousness that can make this game of life into a living nightmare. Now, essentially, all the meta hacks that I give in the tips and tricks of these episodes are all tools that can be used to gradually disconnect from the illusion of matter-based consciousness and reconnect you to the reality of what lies beyond the boundaries of the five senses, where a part of you resides and is witnessing your game of life unfold. This is what ancient teachers called the witness consciousness, and we will be experiencing that in a moment. But first, before we do... I feel like it's necessary to give a disclaimer. It's all too common that when people start out on this journey of disconnecting from the matrix, that they fall into the pit of spiritual bypassing. This is when a person identifies as a spiritual person, and because of this, they feel that they are immune to the effects of living a human life. For example, they may deny that they experience grief, and when someone else experiences a significant loss, will tell them that they quote-unquote just need to detach. This is also where this toxic notion of everything is love and light comes from. This is a tempting trap when we get that first taste of freedom that witness consciousness can bring. However, feeling the feels and having challenges is part of the game. Witness consciousness is not about numbing out. It's about having enough perspective that we can have emotions without becoming emotions. In fact, often folks who are chronically spiritual bypassers have a lot of repressed shame and guilt as they try to hang on to the illusion that they are immune to emotional pain or the challenges of life. For more on how to truly heal and integrate life experiences and avoid this pitfall, check out Episode 9, Reclaim Your Light with Shadow Work. So now, on to experiencing the witness consciousness. If you're driving, please wait until you're no longer behind the wheel. 
first slow down the breath. When we slow down the breath, we slow down the mind. Counting can be helpful. Inhale, one, two, three, four, five. Exhale, one, two, three, four, five. You can choose whatever count you'd like. Just keep it slow and steady. Breathing in and breathing out. Continue to slowly breathe. First, focus on how it feels to breathe, noticing the belly and chest rising and falling. Now notice the space between the thoughts. As soon as a thought or sensation arises, just notice the thought or sensation like you are watching it on a screen. Don't entertain it. Just allow it to float by. If you start to get caught up with a thought, go back to focusing on the breath again and repeat. Just watch the thoughts without following them or doing anything with them. Now in this state, ask yourself, who is it that is watching these thoughts. When you're done, open your eyes. Remember an object cannot see itself. This part of you that is watching your thoughts is the witness. It is the player behind the game, not in the game. Just like source cannot see itself, you cannot see the witness. The witness is your true self. It is not affected by your life circumstances. It is infinite. It does not die. It is the part of you that exists outside of the matrix and is using the game of life to experience itself. It could be considered your soul. It is the part of you that is always one with the divine. To be connected to this truth while simultaneously experiencing the entire spectrum of life is what it means to be the whole you. Thank you for joining me on this episode. Join me next time as I start a mini-series that will be peppered in to these episodes on misunderstood deities. It is my belief that our misunderstanding of these figures and their lore is one way that programs of separation consciousness is kept intact. We will be discussing everyone from Jesus and Mary Magdalene to the not-so-well-known goddess I am named after, Gulveg. Next week, we will be covering the goddess Kali. And thank you to all of you who take an active role in supporting this channel. Liking, subscribing, sharing, and if you're on Spotify, rating this channel are all ways we can appease the algorithm gods and spread the love. Until next time, stay curious, my friends. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Be The Whole You. To make sure you don't miss an opportunity to dive into the rabbit hole, hit that subscribe button.